Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, coming to you guys on this beautiful evening here in Scottsdale. It's actually getting kind of cold, as you guys can see. If you're watching on the YouTube, I have a pullover on because I am a wimp, and if it drops under 60 now, I am cold. I actually sat outside this morning at a coffee shop, and it was like 55 degrees, and I had a flannel on, and I was actually shivering by like the end of it. So, I am no longer the Midwest uh, person I used to be. My grandma let me know that when I called her one time and told her I was wearing a pullover when it was like 70, and she's like, you can't say you're from here. So I don't tell people I'm from Iowa anymore. I have to tell them I'm from Arizona because I'm a wimp. But let's get into today. Um, But first, before we do, press that like and subscribe button if you guys are following on YouTube. If you guys are listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us reach more people. So if you guys can leave that, I really appreciate everybody who does and and takes the time out of their day because again, it helps us grow this channel. And and again, just appreciate you guys listening and taking time out of your life to to comment and and just tell me what you enjoy about this and, and your reviews about it. And then again, like I said last week, we have finished my first year in book. Uh, this will be my second one. So the first one is new to medical device sales, uh, teaching how I got four job offers from top 30 medical device sale companies. And now I am giving you guys my first year in medical device sales, how I took the lowest performing territory in the nation and broke top 10. And at some points at top five, right? It, it changes every single day. But also with that, uh, sharing things I didn't know, but now I know things I wish I would have known, uh, things I've learned and my advice to you guys. And so just to have the best success. So you guys can go to nudemedicaldevicesales.com and should be able to pick that up any day now. And then lastly, we have an email chain now going out. So I send out weekly emails to you guys, uh, just again, just with tips on how to break in resources. You guys can go to New to Medical Device Sales. Your email should get you a 30, 60, 90 day plan if you guys would like that. It's just an example of my 30, 60, 90 day plan that you guys can get in there. And then that can get you subscribed to our email list that I will be putting out weekly content for that. Uh, again, it's a lot of times going to be just helpful resources to, again, give you guys an edge to break into medical device sales. But with all that fun stuff out of the way, let's get into it. So today, we are going over why it's important to network with reps. So I know I've talked about this a little bit, but I actually just got off a call. Like you guys know, I get on calls every single day with people who reach out to me. Um, And the thing that's been showing up lately is it blows my mind how many people want to do medical device sales and are like, oh, I'm pursuing, they're considering going to medical sales college, spending thousands and thousands of dollars and have never talked to a rep. And if that, they talked to two reps and made a decision on that, right? And like for what I say on here on the podcast, you should talk to so many reps because my experience is different than someone else's in a different division with a different company. And you guys need to talk to everybody so you can learn and and you can just get knowledge, right? So you can make a good decision. So that's why I want to talk about today is why you guys need to be net, uh, networking with the reps because there's so many benefits with it um, and things that it's going to teach you instead of just guessing or wondering what it's like because that's 99% of people that I talk to. They're just like, oh, I heard it's like this, or I think it's like this, or I watched Jacob's YouTube and he said it was like that. Well, you know, someone who's in trauma is going to have a way different life than me. Someone in cardiac, way different life, you know, um, and someone in a different territory who's not in my uh, my region, different life, right? 
So again, this is why you should, should be networking with so many different people. So number one reason you should be learning and or going and networking with reps is you're going to learn about the position. You're going to be learning about, you know, like there's a million different positions, divisions, products. You're going to be learning about all different ones. So the reason I'm talking about that, sorry, my dog's coming over and he's got a noisy collar on. It's annoying me. So I'm taking it off him right now. But uh, going into, yeah, so learning about the position, but it's going to just let you know about the different divisions, let you know about their different jobs, because what you'll notice is, like I say, trauma is going to live a different lifestyle than I would live because I'm not in trauma, right? So it's going to just let you learn about the position, what we do as reps, what our day-to-day looks like, what what you could expect if you're trying to go here. So that's, again, when you guys are applying to positions, it blows my mind when they call me and they're like, hey, Jake, applying to a cardiac position, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not in cardiac, you know? Like, why don't you text the rep or call the rep who's in cardiac? And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. I'm like, well, I'm glad I'm a genius, I guess. I don't know. Like, that's always been common sense to me. Why wouldn't you reach out to the people that are in the positions that you're trying to go for uh, that they'll tell you? So I always laugh because they'll be like, oh, that's a great idea. And I'm like, you didn't think like you're trying to be in medical device sales, which is a very like intense position. And you never thought to go ask the person that you're the division that you want to get into to ask them what their job was like, like blows my mind. But hey, those are the people you guys are going up against. So keep pushing. <laughs> so but again, just learning about the position. Um, That's the number one thing you're going to learn what the day to day is you're going to learn what the products are, um, everything that's coming into it. So again, for you guys who are reaching out, you need to be learning. What would my day to day be like? What would am I waking up at five a.m.? Am I waking up at you know one in the morning? Like, what does that look like for me? <coughs> Excuse me. So, that's number one why you guys should be networking with reps. Number two, you need to learn about the companies. Uh, I was just talking to this person who reached out to me, and the thing I had to talk to him about is every company's different, you know. And and what I mean by that is, if you look at some of these top companies, you've probably heard. Um, things about certain ones, right? And so what I mean by that is a Medtronic and a J&J is different than a striker. And all I mean by that is, you know, there's been stigmas around certain companies. And so by you talking to different reps and different companies, you'll be able to learn about what the culture is like, what the opportunity is like, how do they handle certain things. Um, And so I think that's a big thing for everybody to reach out because, like I said, if you just reach out to people, you will learn they're ran very differently and the opportunity with how they handle stuff is very different. So you want to find a company that you would be like happy to work for that fits your – fit your values and each company is going to be very different. You know, so and all I mean by that is some companies might care more about you as a person. They're all going to care about money, right? Like that's just the reality of it. It's medical device. It's money, financial um, opportunities here and they're, and they have to make money. Otherwise the person who's in the CEO and all that, they all get fired and the manager gets fired and it, it just trickles down. Right. So we all have to make money, but there's going to be companies that maybe put more emphasis on like you as the person, you as a human being. Maybe if it doesn't work out in sales, maybe you could join marketing or something like that, right? There's companies out there like that. And then there's other companies out there that are like, you don't hit quota once, you're gone because we'll just find someone who can because you suck, right? Like there's stigmas around that. And again, I'm not saying that every company is the same. It's just there are ones that are different. And then again, 
then we bring in distributorships. We bring in other things like 1099s. That's a different lifestyle too. So again, whoever you guys are going to reach out to, um, you should be or wanting to work for it. I feel like you guys should be reaching out to these people to learn what, hey, what's your experience with this company, right? Um, what's some of the pros? What's some of the cons? So that's like the number one thing I always asked when I was talking about uh, talking to people was I'd reach out to them and that's the number one question. Hey, can you tell me about some of the pros about your job? You know, and they're going to tell you, right? A lot of times it's autonomy, financial outcome, like whatever it is. And then, hey, can you tell me some of the cons? And then this is where you get to learn about the division. And this is where they're going to tell you, oh, yeah, it sucks. I'm on call 24-7. I never have a Sunday to myself. I can't even go to church because I'm getting calls. Like that's things I actually heard, right? And people are like, I'm so sick of not being able to just go and live my life, right? Like, so I heard that. I'm like, well, I probably don't want to do that division if I'm looking for work-life balance, right? So that's the things that you guys should be just researching. Number three, I put in, learn about your income potential. The number one thing everybody wants to know, how much money will I make? Well, you have to learn where's where the finances are going to be different. So for example, a surgery that a product's getting charged, let's just say $1,000, right? So the surgery charges $1,000 for that product compared to a surgery where that you have products that are getting charged at $100,000. Well, you can imagine a quote is going to be way bigger, but B, because someone generates more money, I would imagine the company that or the division that's doing this stuff that makes way more money as a rep probably would make more, you know, and again, not saying that always is true, but it's just things you got to look for. For example, like I've talked to reps, you know, there's some divisions you go in and the, the normal person's making 200 plus. And then there's other divisions that the other person or like some divisions they're making a hundred plus or 120, right? Like there's different lifestyles. But again, with that, you're going to learn, Hey, certain jobs, I might make more, but I might be way more stressed or I might be 24 seven on call. I might be like, you're going to have to do this. And then this as the human being, it all comes into weighing your options. Do I want to make an extra $30,000, but have to be on call 24 7 or 24 7 and like i'll just be real like for me when i was getting some of these positions wasn't worth it like i would be like i don't need 30 like because i still personal trained on the side when i was doing all this so i was like i'll just do something or i'll get creative and make something else i don't need like 30k once you like get into this world 30k is not going to change your life like it's it's nice but i was like but if i'm tired and i'm mad all the time like i'd rather just be able to sleep every night and not have to worry about it. Right. So again, that's my personal preference. I talk to people who are like, I just want to work a hundred hours a week and blah, 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 blah. Cool. Do your thing. Right. Like, I don't care. It's just, you guys got to learn about the income potential and know that each one's each division's different uh, with what you're going to do. And so again, the only way that you're going to learn that is by actually talking to the reps. And here's the other thing, talk to the reps, find out what they make and then go back and see, is that what other people are making, right? For example, let's say you're interviewing for a position and you know that a certain associate, they told you they are making 70K and they're in their first year. You're in the same division, but you're in the other part of the country and then they offer you 55K. Well, now you have an argument or a discussion to have. Well, why is somebody doing the exact same job making this much, right? Like, So again, it's just good for you guys to learn it. Now, number four. Possible job openings. Now, this is where I always talk to people. I get asked the question is, should I close people when I talk to them? For example, if you come and call me and people are like, oh, should I 
like when I'm t- calling people like yourself, should I cl- try to close you? And what they mean by that is, should I ask, hey, do you know anybody who can give me a job? Do you know any job openings? Can you give me to your manager, right? And here's my conversation to that. I personally never did because let me go back and I've, I had this talk with somebody the other day. I'm not going to – like first off, even if there were job openings – like, and I knew about, like, uh, yeah, if I know about them, but I don't like really have any say, sure. Okay. I saw on LinkedIn, but guess what? You can get on LinkedIn and look at it too. But if there's like actual real job openings, for example, my division's hiring right now, like, and people are reaching out to me for it and they're like, Hey, can you put me up or put me out there? I'm not going to just throw anybody else, but out there, because guess what? It's my name on the line. So you can ask me after one conversation, let me tell you what I'm not doing. No, I'm not putting I'm not giving you a recommendation to a job. I'm not going to put my name out there because I talked to you once. Like because I don't know you. You could be a weirdo, you could be a creep, right? And and again, this is always jokes, but like this is the reality. People call me all the time. "Hey Jake," like without knowing me. "Hey Jake, do you know any jobs at your company that I can just get hired on?" Well, why would I tell you if there were? Like you haven't done the work. You haven't proven yourself. I and third of all, I don't know if you're a weirdo or if you're going to do anything. So let me get, let me tell you real quick. I'm not going to put my name attached to you because what happens if I put my name attached to you? Cause this has happened. Literally happened to me. Person I talked to several times was a great candidate. Job opening came up. Person called me. Uh, actually the uh, managers called me. Hey, do you have anybody we would put up for this? Sure do. Put the person up, talk to him six days later. Hey, how'd those candidates work out? Oh, the one ghosted us. Never talked to him. So now that makes me look like a jerk. Right. And I talked to this person several times, texted them about the position, followed up with them about the position. Hey, just want to let you know, put your name out there. Oh, thank you so much. Can't wait. Then they ghost it. Right. So that's my advice. Right. And then also like, oh, do you have anybody else I can talk or push you to? Like, as you guys are already knowing, our time is very valuable, just like your time is very valuable. But for example, my time, I'm not going to get on a call to make you feel better or just like to spit and talk for 20 minutes. Right. Because there's a pretty good chance if it's during my day, I have a lot more other things going on that are more demanding um, and, and are my job, right? Talking to you is just like, okay, I'm driving, I'm busy. But what I mean by that is not everybody's like, uh, I would say 99.95%, 99.9% of people that are reps are like, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to talk to reps that are trying to break in because it's what we've talked about. Most people don't come prepared. Most people don't have self-awareness. Most people can't have a great conversation, right? Like it's, it's the, it's the handout. And then a lot of times I feel like that. And the reason I'm going on a long winded of this is here, possible job openings, know what happened for me. We would have a good conversation. And then if they liked me, guess what they would do? Hey, Jake, shoot me your resume. Might have an opportunity for you, right? They talked to me and then they, after that conversation, they asked me for it. So I was already in the end. And then second off, if we go past that, if there was a, if I closed, I didn't close them. I would just say, Hey, I hope you have a great night. And then I would send a follow-up message an hour later. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Whoever it was for taking time out of your day. I truly appreciate it. Um, and then I would mention something that I learned. I really appreciate you going into detail about A, B, and C because it shows that I learned something from them and it was very valuable for me and I'm thanking them for it. And then guess what? Several times it would be like three weeks later. Hey, Jake, I uh, just heard about an opportunity. Can you shoot me your resume? Or hey, Jake, here's an opportunity. Here's the uh, re- hiring manager's information. Shoot him your resume and tell him I sent you. So again, what I mean by that, it's literally just networking for future opportunities because when you go and close people, especially it's like what I talk about, it's reading the room. People ask me all the time, guess what? We've had a crappy conversation and now you're asking me for a um, 
for an opportunity to do something? No, I'm not going to do it. For example, exact same reason as I have to read the room when I'm with my doctor and I might have something I really need to talk to my doctor about. But guess what? If the case just went horrible, they're pissed off. Know what I'm not doing? I'm not asking them about that opportunity because it's not going to go well for me. So it's about reading the room, reading the social cues. So that's what I just mean by that. So from my experience, I would just continue to reach out to people have a great conversation, follow up with them. And then if they reach out and ask you, sure, shoot it over here. Because here's here's the last part, right? People reach out to me. They hear the podcast. I have managers. It's cool, right? That That's very, I bear, feel very fortunate about that. But at the reality, most reps, they don't have any say, right? Like for example, yeah, with the associate, my managers will call me and be like, hey, Jake, what do you think of this person? They Oh, they said they talked to you. What do you think of them? And I'll be real, just real quick to people. There's been people dropping my name. I don't remember you. And they didn't follow up with me. So let me just make this very clear to you guys. If you're going to go and drop someone's name, you know what you probably should do? Shoot them an email or shoot them a text and be like, hey, going to talk to your manager. Just wanted to let you know someone I not, not uh, drop your name because I'll just be real. Someone that happened to me got a text. My manager's like, hey, who's this person? They're, uh, they, they say they, uh, they've talked with you. And I'm like, I have no idea who they are. I'm like, Kelly, I talked to so many people. You know, so that's the thing you just have to understand with all of this is you guys have to be smart and read the room. And then also, if you're going through that and having opportunities, reaching out to the people and letting them know that you're going to name drop them because otherwise, like, how am I supposed to know? Um, and, and vice versa, that's what I did. I let them all know and actually asked the people that I had great relationships from our conversations to message my managers when I was going through the interview process to be like, Hey, I think this person would be a great candidate, which helped me get the job. So that's enough on possible job openings and talking about closing. And number five, advice. Every time I was done with a conversation, I just said, hey, if you were in my shoes, right at the time I was 25 uh, and I was like, hey, I'm 25 years old here in Arizona. I'm hungry to get in. What would your advice be to me? Bam. And then I just shut up, listen to them and they'd give me their advice. And let me tell you, every person had a different thing to say. So that doesn't mean I take everyone's advice. I would just ask them if they were in my shoes, since they're in the industry, what would they do? Some of them would tell me to go to medical sales college. Not going to do that. Some of them would tell me to go get a B2B sales job. Not going to do that, right? Like I just did whatever I thought was good. But again, I would get counsel from a bunch of different people. And then I would get people who were like, oh, you don't need it. I think you have what it takes, right? So it's like you just listen to people. And then guess what? It's just with anything in life. I hear all these different opinions. I take the plans that I feel is going to work out the best. And I make the plan go from there. So that would be my advice to you guys. But that is why it's important to reach out to reps because it's going to just help you educate yourself. You're going to learn so much more and it's going to give you also edges on when you guys do uh, make that network. Because again, like myself, if for example, this job opening that's going on right now and my manager is calling me and asking me like, hey, they talked to you. What do you think of them? And like, I'm a rep that's doing very, very well. Maybe my, my say go somewhere, you know, and maybe not like, again, I'm a first year rep, so maybe it goes nowhere, but I'm just saying like, you know, the higher, I know reps when they were the number one, that's why I got interviews. Cause I networked with the number one rep and the number one rep would tell me to talk to the manager and, and then bam, interview time. Right. So you never know, just always network with people, but 
please press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are watching on YouTube, if you guys are listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us reach more people. If you guys are interested in my book, New to Medical Device Sales, to learn how to break in and got four job offers with no previous sales experience or first year in me, once you guys break in, sharing my experience of my first year in medical device sales, everything I've learned uh, with it and everything I wish I would have known and tips that I've done to help grow my territory. Uh, that will be at newtomedicaldevicesales.com. The show notes or the link is in the show notes in the description. And then also don't forget, we have an email going out. So please feel free to sign up on the email list at newtomedicaldevicesales.com where you can also get your free 30, 60, 90 day plan. Um, and again, we will be sending out resources every week to help you guys get hired. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. I appreciate the support. I appreciate you guys all the time. Again, my goal is just to help as many people break in. I try to add a little bit of humor. I try to be serious and be like the tough love uncle sometimes. But again, my goal is to get you guys hired. I have hundreds of people tell me they get hired. I literally just had checked my phone, just had two more people tell me they got hired. It's fun. It's great. I'm so fortunate to be in the position to be able to talk with you guys, to hear you guys are changing your own lives and, and that I can just, maybe you took one thing that helped. But again, my goal is to get you guys hired. It's not to make everyone always feel good because sometimes you need a kick in the butt. Sometimes you just need to be built back up, right? Like my last podcast. So again, my, my job here is just to, to share my knowledge, to help you guys in any way I can. And again, hope you guys break in and, and come into this awesome industry and crush it. So hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you on the next one. Peace.